So somebody asked me the other day this question, how do you decide what stories you share on the program and why are there some stories you sometimes uh, don't discuss? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder and I am your host, Bob Bierman. Hard to believe that tomorrow is the end of the month of October and what a what an interesting month this has been and I'm going to cover couple of things that have transpired over the past oh couple of weeks but I wanted to start the program with the idea of the question that I have been asked several times had an unusual phone call last week and I'm talking to an individual in another state uh, somebody I reached out to just as a potential guest for the program and and one of the things that was kind of concerning in the phone call it was like well if i don't cover every story that, that this person thought i should cover if i don't spend time discussing this thing that thing or the other thing then that i'm just not sharing the truth and i'm going but i can't share every story about everything there's just number one not enough hours in a day to do it and I don't feel qualified as an expert in certain topics. And just because you may trust a certain source doesn't mean I need to automatically trust it because you do. Now, I've been nailed before in my lifetime with supposedly great information that I discovered later was not. So I'm very cautious about what I share with you. I don't want to be in that position to have to come back and do one of two things. Ignore that I misinformed you, which many programs do, or have to apologize that I gave you a story that wasn't true. And I had to do that once in just a little over three years. I had to tell you the next day that a story that I shared ended up not being true, and the source, well, had been a fake source that pretended to be something else. So I become very conditioned in looking for stories. There are also a lot of stories out there that I fully and totally recognize are important, but I can't, I can't definitively answer one way or the other. Some of what I'm being told by people may be totally true about certain things that have happened over the years and, and decades but I can't 100% verify it. And I have to, if you'll follow me on this, I need to choose my battles carefully. Number one, this program is only one hour a day. And I produce it four of the five days a week. Jim Calhoun does the other day for me currently. And, and so I've got to decide what stories bubble to the top that have a direct and immediate impact on your life. Let me say that again. What stories do I need to share with you that have an immediate impact today or this week on your life? Some story from 30 or 40 years ago may have an impact, but it may not it's not going to impact you today. So I've got to use the time wisely and and in addition Remember, the primary purpose of this radio program is not to be a news agency. I'm not a newscaster 
in the true sense of the word. I look at certain stories that come to the surface in our time, in our week, in our month, that have a direct impact on you today. And I look at what is going on in the background and try to tie it together so you have an understanding of where things are going and how to be prepared for the next things they are going to do to you and your church and your family and your job and your money and your life and your freedom. There's enough, there's enough today to be concerned about, at least in terms of this radio program, that going down every little story out there on every little topic is, is just a waste of my time. And not that it may be a waste of somebody else's time, no. But for what I am called to do, I'm called to give you those immediate stories of the day and also put it into a perspective, a Christian worldview perspective. Many of these other stories that this individual in the phone call was just hammering me that I won't jump on top and do. I mean, he he was upset that why won't you take on, I'm not even going to list the topics. And I said, it's because I've only got so many hours in a week and so many hours in a year. And some of these topics you'd want me to take on could take me a month or two to to go through. If there's a need for that, I firmly believe God will raise up those that can get to the bottom of certain stories. And some of the stories and some of the topics he wanted me to cover, I tend to agree fully with that individual, but I don't want to deal with them on this program because what I may feel and what may be thoroughly factual may be two different things. And, and, and my feelings are not what I need to be using. And he said, well, there's evidence on some of these stories, and I've, I've seen much of it, and some of it I'm not thoroughly compelled by. I mean, we're talking dozens of different topics that could be discussed. And and I, I, I probably agree, but I'd rather stick with the stories that are immediate today concerning that you'd be surprised how many people in the United States and Canada and all over the world are believing a bunch of lies and still believe them and they will fight you about it. Let me give you an example. Last week, I had lunch with a friend of mine who is now involved with our church here in Southwest Virginia. And we were talking about ministry opportunities and things and events we're trying to do. And when we left the little restaurant, we were standing outside talking. The weather was just beautiful. It wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. We were able to enjoy the beautiful weather outdoors and we're chatting and and this dear sweet lady knew my friend and came up and said hey how are you and and they started chatting for a minute and she's oh she's probably 60-ish and short little thing And, and she was talking about you know this that and the other and, and how much she missed going to church since COVID. Now, remember, this is 2023. Like, here we are, almost the end of October 2023. And she's still not going to church because of COVID-19. 
quarantine? Because, see, the virus is, is still out there. And it comes to your church. And that's where you get sick and die, is at church. Now, where was this woman going? Into a crowded restaurant. I guess the virus doesn't go to restaurants. I, I guess the virus can't live in a Mexican restaurant. And I see a lot of that kind of stuff out there. All these people going, you know, I can't go there because of COVID. And and, and I, I need to get my booster shot because of COVID. I, I need to do all this stuff because of COVID. But they're going to a restaurant. They go to the grocery store. And they think that wearing a face diaper and being vaccinated makes them COVID proof, except when they go to a church. That's different, of course, you know. You know, churches, there's so many old and infected people at the churches and I'm going to die. There have been a lot of lies about COVID. Now, see, this is one of the stories we talk about on this program because this affected you from the day this program began three years ago in 2020, long before the election, long before the vaccines, long before any of it, you were being lied to. In retrospect, we know we were lied about the origins of COVID. We were lied about the COVID death statistics. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a huge percentage of anybody that gets it is simply going to die and collapse on the street. Never was true. Most people that died, died in the hospitals. And I firmly believe the evidence is just indisputable. They died because of the hospital protocols including ventilators and rendemsevere, and the hospitals made a lot of money. They lied early on that there was no treatment and go home, and if you should turn blue, then go to the hospital. And they even lied about the hospitals overflowing. All of this while I watched these sicko doctors and nurses and emergency room staff wearing their little face diapers and doing choreographed dances uh, to music like this on TikTok. And understand, there weren't just, uh, you know, a few dozen of these things out there. There were hundreds, if not thousands, of these videos that were recorded in hospitals all across the United States, including hospitals in cities like New York that were supposed to be just overwhelmed with COVID patients. You know, the big cities, you couldn't couldn't go to a hospital because of COVID. They're they're overrun. They 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 can't do anything. They're just swamped. They're all they're all collapsing of exhaustion. Yet somehow they had the time to do all these choreographed videos in New York, in Los Angeles, in Washington, DC, in Atlanta, in Philadelphia, in Boston in small-town America, hundreds, if not thousands, of these things appeared on TikTok and YouTube and everywhere else and fascist book, commonly known as Facebook. Pictures came out. We would hear on, on CNN, the lying, filthy news network, that they are just propaganda. Oh, the hospitals are overwhelmed. And then you get somebody with a video live saying I'm outside of the hospital and there's like nobody here. Place is about empty. 
Look, I worked in emergency management. Let me tell you something. The big hospital in the town that I worked in was virtually empty. Nobody there. Why? All surgeries that they could postpone and treatments for cancer and all that, they were postponed indefinitely because of the virus. And the parking lot was empty. The rooms were empty. Entire entire wings. I saw this one story somebody shared with me, oh, back in 2020, before I even started this radio program. And this story came out of Anderson, South Carolina, a town that I know exceedingly well. My mother's family goes back to the 1600s in South Carolina and that part of the Carolinas. And this person said, I saw this news story. This is the newspaper. And the bankrupt, intellectually bankrupt, you know, birdcage liner, puppy training stuff, had a story that the Anderson Hospital is at 97% capacity. You're all going to die, people, because of COVID. If you get sick, you can't come here. We're full. Well, that's what the bankrupt Anderson Independent newspaper, which is now part of the Greenville, South Carolina newspaper, owned by Scripps Howard, a really trashy garbage outfit of fake, phony, propaganda, fraudulent news. That's the, That was their big headline one day. And somebody said I had to see that story. Well, I know a a TV reporter in that market. So I sent her a quick note. Said I saw the story out of Anderson that the hospital is now at 97% capacity. And she wrote back and said, I saw that too and I'm going to be checking on it today. And so there... She sends me a, a note back, said, you, you'll, you'll need to go to the website for that TV station. Look for my story uh, this evening. So I did. Here's the true story. The hospital was at 97% capacity, but only in the capacity that they were using. See, this is what the failing, phony, fake, fraudulent newspaper was saying. It's 97% capacity. You're all going to die. And what had happened was they had shut down. It's a multi-story building. They had shut down 80% of the hospital. 80% of the rooms were shut down. Whole floors were cut off. Nobody there. The rooms closed and sealed. 80% of the hospital was shut down. And they were at 97% capacity of the 20%. Now, let's put that in perspective. Had the entire hospital been opened up? You following so far? They would have only been at 20% capacity or less. The story was fake, fraudulent, and a lie. What they did was by withholding parts of the information, telling you a half-truth, which was a whole lie, yeah, it's true. We are at 97% or 90% capacity today, but we've shut 80% or more of the hospital down. And the hospital administrator on the story said, oh, we can, we can fire up entire floors in a matter of 20 minutes. 
bring extra staff in. We're letting staff stay home. Do you see how you got manipulated? And so there they were. They had nothing else better to do in these hospitals, so they had plenty of time to do choreographed dances. Then Fauci and his stupid face mask, face diapering nonsense, he told 60 Minutes they don't work. And then he said, yeah, they do work. Well, we're three. They don't work. We've known that for 60 years. And every study done since the beginning, every legitimate study done since the beginning of the pandemic proves the same thing. Zero efficacy in a face mask. But what it will do, it will increase the CO2 in your brain and bloodstream and lower your oxygen level. These, that's really healthy for little kids in school. But we face diapered kids too. So kids were in school wearing these stupid things with their CO2 level up. Those sick, evil individuals that put a face diaper on a child should be thrown out of the schools. If they're a politician, they should be thrown out of office and they should be sued because they knew the truth and they willfully lied to you. They lied about lockdowns, that lockdowns would save lives. We already knew in Sweden they were worthless, but we kept doing it anyway. They lied to prevent family from visiting dying relatives who may not have been really dying of COVID after all or were dying of the protocols. They lied about outdoor transmission. They lied about ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. They lied about zinc and vitamin D, which the CDC knew in 2004 and 5 this would work because of the original SARS COVID pandemic of 2003 and 2004. The studies were irrefutable that all of it worked. Then they hid the vaccines so Trump would never get the credit until right after the election, though they knew a month and a half before they were ready to roll. They lied. And then they lied about how good the vaccines were. Then they lied about the safety data of the vaccines. And Pfizer is still a filthy liar. I hope they go bankrupt. I really do. I wish that Pfizer would go bankrupt and just be dissolved into companies that are not looking for customers, but looking for cures. They lied about the extent of vaccine injuries. They wanted to hide all the data of the research for 75 years, which means that I'd be like 135 years of age before I could ever find out the truth. They even lied by calling the shots vaccines. They're not. They're gene therapy. They're messenger RNA. That's why they're mRNA. They are altering DNA. They lied about the need for vaccine passports. They lied to justify human rights and abusive vaccine mandates. You know, people are dying strangely, and the media cares to say, eh, fooey, we don't care. It can't be the vaccine because we told you so. Yet the numbers are indisputable. It all starts with the vaccine rollout. This massive increase in unexplainable deaths in people that are like 20 to 64. Unprecedented numbers. And they lied about the rates of myocarditis. And they've lied about the excessive deaths. When it comes to COVID-19... They lied about everything. And then you get these little wonderful saints of God. They miss going to church because they're going to get sick and die if they go to their church. Hadn't been there. 
Oh, they, they watch online. Yet they go to a restaurant. They go to the big grocery store. They go to all these events. And this, this lady's talking about several events that she'd gone to, but she won't go to church. It's an excuse. And a lot of people have picked up on that excuse. They really have. And they don't go anymore, which tells me they have a relationship issue with their Savior. And so they have all these opinions about how to keep from getting COVID. They're vaccinated. They've had COVID twice already. They don't want it a third time. That's why they don't go to church. But they'll go to a Mexican restaurant. They'll go to other restaurants. They'll go to all these places. But they won't go to church. Because church will kill them. They have been been so fed propaganda and lies and nonsense that their brains can no longer do anything rational. I'm reminded of this line from a song by David Engels that I heard like 35 years ago. If all their brains were dynamite exploded, there wouldn't be enough to blow their nose. And speaking of people that are obviously brain damaged, deluded, delusional, lied to, mentally unstable, I ran across this little video. Now, let me tell you something before I share this full story here. The United States military is probably in the worst shape it's ever been since the founding of this nation. I'm telling you, we are run by idiots and morons at the top that are woke and weird and strange and have given into every seductive, satanic concept that comes along. They're an embarrassment. They know nothing about how to be wise in military any longer. They're actually very stupid. They're morons and they're idiots. I'm so glad to see thoroughly modern Millie gone. But his stain and his damage will last for years. He should have been thrown out and busted down to a tenderfoot and the Cub Scouts, let alone to a private. He was an embarrassment. Lloyd Austin, another total idiot, has no business being where he's at. And Mr. John Kirby, another moron. We're, we're run by idiots and morons in our, in our military. These are the people that our Constitution says should defend our borders. And our borders are wide open because of a reprobate in the White House with mental illness, demonic possession, and he's a thief and a liar and a fraud and a traitor to this country. That's the president of the United States today who stole an election to get there. Well, he didn't. It was stolen to put that old geezer over the top with his mental illness and his inability to function. So here we got this, the military. They're, they're being demolished from the inside. They're being rotted out from the center core. They're looking for every transvestite, every homosexual, every weirdo, every mentally ill individual to fill the positions. We live in a country because of our public education and our governments. You know, 70% of high school graduates are unqualified to go into the military. They're too fat. They're too sick. They're too stupid to go in the military coming out of our fine, prestigious high schools. 
77% can't qualify. And so what do they decide? They change the qualifications to bring in the sickos, the wackos, the weirdos, the losers, the transvestites, the sexually deviant. This is what our military is going to be filled with if these wokesters have their way. And so I'm looking at this little video clip from a soldier in the United States military who's recovering from surgery. Yep. It's a guy who thinks he's a woman and is in the process of a full gender transition. Well, we're not sure how full full is, but we know that in this case, he's had facial feminization and making his face appear a little bit more like a female. And it didn't cost him a penny. No, 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 no. You and I and all American taxpayers are paying for this. The military is using our taxpayers to bring in these weirdos and then change their gender with expensive surgeries and and forever prescriptions. And these people are in no position to defend our borders. And, and this is, you know, this person is answering the question. So how did you get this covered? How did you get all this surgery by the way, you're still you still look like a dude. I'm sorry. No matter what they do, and you got the little band-aid on your nose, um, and you know I can see where they try to, you know, make you look a little bit more feminine, but you still look like a dude. Sorry, dude, you're a dude. All right. To uh, answer your question, how did I get all of this covered? So I'm in the military, and TRICARE basically has been upgraded and updating their policies over the last couple years to accommodate trans soldiers and the procedures that we need to become ourselves. It's been a long time. You know, I've had to wait a long time for this, but uh, eventually my time came around. I had to, it was a process, you know, I had to go through all the evaluations, I had to get all the doctors involved, I had to get my commander, my command team and all of them involved, there was so many paperwork I had to get signed, I, you know, it's the military, there's a bureaucracy process, but once I got through it all, I'm here, it took me a hot minute, like, almost a year, <laughs> but I'm here, so hopefully that answers your question. slime at the top of the Pentagon think that this is all normal and should be encouraged and paid for by you and I. You know, it started back in the 1990s, this systematic demolition of our military, and it's been a slow eroding process since the days of Bill Clinton, don't ask, don't tell. Okay, we know there are gay people getting in the military. So we're not going to pursue you anymore. We're not going to ask you, and you just don't tell us, and then you can do whatever you want to do behind closed doors. Well, as time went by, now you can be in the open. Now you can get married. Two two guys, two soldiers can be married to each other. And now we have men that think that they can become women. 
and the complete morally, spiritually, intellectually, every which way bankrupt you can imagine, top brass at the military, they think it's fine. They have no objections. We are being, I'm going to come out and say it. You may not agree, but I, I have to say this. I think we're being run by people that are possessed by demons. And then people wonder why there are certain stories I don't cover. You know, I, I go through a lot of news every day. And I can probably find the top 50 stories you need to know about. And we try to cover those 50 stories. And those narratives change and things happen and you need to know more about what is transpiring within a story. I could never get to some of the other stuff. I hope that you on your own do. But understand my purpose in doing this radio program. Does, am I getting through? Am I getting through to you? I, I was criticized in a polite way and, and I try to explain to this position, you know, I, I can't cover every news story. There's not enough hours in the day, not enough airtime available, and there's only one of me to do it and and to get to the bottom of some of these stories on the peripheral, and I'm sure many of them are important, would occupy 100% of my time. I need to deal with the immediate danger and threat of today. The way the virus was used was one of them. The way they're going after young children in preschool and kindergarten and first grade to decide what gender you should be, that is one of them. The fact that our schools have become indoctrination centers, that's something I need to share. The fact that our politics are corrupt to the core and people in the so-called Republican conservative party, many are fakes, phonies, and frauds. Warmongers like Liz Cheney, Lindsey Graham, Nikki Haley, all of them, they love their war. They can't get enough of it. More war, more money. They're globalist. They have been, they have been deceived. And they can't wait for the next war to break out. You know, Afghanistan, we ran out of resources to take from them, so it's time to leave. And no sooner are we out, we're getting ourselves into Ukraine, a proxy war. And now we have Israel and Iran and everything else. And we've got a bunch of guys getting sex change operations. That's going to defend us against the hordes out of Iran? you got to be kidding. If that's the case, we don't, have the, we don't stand a snowball's chance at a waffle iron. We're not ready for anything anymore. We have been destroyed systematically from the inside out. That's a story you need to know. Your children are being indoctrinated. That's what you need to know. Your churches have been infiltrated. Many formerly very historic church bodies that really believed in the gospel are now apostate garbage. They're satanic strongholds. They're no longer churches. They have beautiful stained glass windows and pipe organs. And they have pastors that have thoroughly rejected the gospel of Jesus Christ and are preaching another gospel, which is not the gospel. As St. Paul says, an anathema. Shun them. 
turn away from, have nothing to do with them. Yet I meet people equally deceived that go, well, you know, my great-grandfather gave the land and, and my parents bought that window and, and they helped pay for some of the new pews. I can't leave my building behind. If your soul goes to hell because you're worshiping a building full of apostates, get out from among them and do not touch the unclean thing. Once they bought the hordes of hell into that building, into the leadership, into the pulpit, into the church councils, into the denomination, and into that sanctuary, it became a sanctuary of Satan. And the Holy Spirit departed. Get out. Get out. I, I, you know, you hear me talk about certain church bodies on a regular basis. I'm familiar with many of them. The Evangelical Lutheran Church in America had this little heretic with their stupid satanic sparkle creed. I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the ace quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us that love is love is love. So, beloved, let us love. I believe, glorious God, help my unbelief. Amen. So, in about 30 minutes of time, I've shared with you a few news stories that affect you today, in your daily life, in your community, in your town, in your schools, even your churches. And I have in front of me another 10 stories I'd like to get to that I doubt if I'll be able to do it all today. Some will have to go into tomorrow. So please forgive me if I don't get to every story you think that I should. I will deal with the stories that I find that I have a confidence level, where I have peace from God in sharing. There are many stories that I tend to believe or it fits where I think the world is going, but I don't have the full evidence that I need before I get in front of a microphone to share with you. Now, if I had a blog site and I had plenty of time to type out an article here and there all day, that'd be different. To say that I think or it appears, I might. But I've got this one program, and I recognize that people, many don't listen to the entire program and may not be able to hear every word. So I've got to use the time wisely and very cautiously to make sure that I'm not misunderstood. I've got a lot more to share on the other side. We get ready to enter another month and another month of expenses, of course, and we could use your help. Shortwave is still the primary outlet. We are trying using WTWW on 5085. We might add another frequency, 
but it really is up to you if we're going to maintain it. Maybe WRMI, maybe more frequencies there would do better. Really, I don't know. I'm trying to discern. Times that I'd like are already purchased, so I can't get everything that I would like. And I can't really stay on the air without your help. Remember, my time is free. The airtime is not. Your gift, large or small, covers the expense of that airtime. You can support us online at truththenumber2ponder.com. Go to the support tab. That'll take you to Give, Send, Go. Once again, truththenumber2ponder.com or make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio, Post Office Box 510, Post Office Box 510 in Chilhowie, Ancient Word Radio, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia, 24319. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The miracle of no miracle. Shalom Aleichem. This is Jonathan Kahn, the nice Jewish boy. Your Jewish connection bring you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to really love. In Matthew 25, the Lord says, then the king will say to those on his right hand, come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you. He says, when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was thirsty, you gave me drink. When I was a stranger, you took me in. Naked, you clothed me. I was sick, you visited me. I was in prison, you came to me. Now notice, he he didn't say, I was hungry and you called down manna from heaven. I was thirsty, you spoke to the rock and water gushed out. I was a stranger, you prayed, a shelter appeared. I was naked and you said, be thou clothed and I was clothed. I was sick and you laid hands on me and healed me. I was in prison, you said, be thou loosed and the doors open. That's profound. I mean, isn't it easier to call down miracles? And we know it's possible. God can do that and he does. But why not here? The reason is sometimes God restrains miracles and signs to hold back the answer for a real good reason. So you can be part of the answer. You can be part of the miracle in your life too. Sometimes God has to hold back immediately solving the problem because he wants to do something greater. He wants you to be part of the answer, part of the miracle. It's a miracle if manna comes down from heaven, but it's no less a miracle if you take from your money to love and buy them food. In some way, that's even more Messiah-like. And so often you have a problem in your life and no immediate answer because God wants to do something greater. He wants you to rise up. He wants to be part of it. He wants your whole life involved in the answer. Getting manna from heaven won't necessarily make you more like Messiah, but rising in love and power and blessing and giving and righteousness will. So when you don't see the miracle coming out of heaven, it's a sign, a sign that now the miracle is to come out of another place. You. Want more? Ask for the beloved physician on CD. Now the free gift for you, the most incredible, awesome proof of Jesus as Messiah discovered in the hidden writings of the rabbis. They hid it, but the miracles that took place when he died, amazing. You get it in the Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD, plus sapphires to give you the power of living victoriously. How do you get all these gifts free? Easy. Just remember Yeshua, Jesus' real name, and you dial it. To receive your free gifts, just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800- Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Now, my friend, you're on this earth for a great purpose, to be a blessing. So I invite you to join me in bringing the greatest blessing to those who need, just like I just spoke about, to the poor, to the sick, to the lost. In the most amazing way you can ever impact the world, through shortwave radio, you'll blanket the earth with salvation. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Let's write to the nice Jewish boy at box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07645. 
1984. It's a nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Kahn saying, Shalom Lechem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Kochav Hashakar, the star of the morning. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you back to part two of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. We shared a number of stories in that first segment, actually ran over a little bit, and I come nowhere near getting to all the stories that I really wanted to get into today. And maybe this helps you understand why I don't jump on every story you send me. I have to recognize I'm on shortwave radio. I have audience scattered everywhere. Some of these stories may or may not pertain. And some of these stories, while they are important and we probably should know more, it's difficult for me to do in the context of what I am called to do. And and I'm going to leave it to others for some of these other stories. I'm going to stay with what I've been doing for the past three years. The stories that directly impact your life. We told you back in August of 2021. This is over two years ago. I can remember my wife and I were in Sky Valley, Georgia. That was our home at the time. And that morning, well, I'd known about it for a day, Pfizer was going to have a big conference with the FDA because they were going to approve the Pfizer vaccine. Remember, Pfizer would have an approved COVID-19 vaccine. This is August, I believe, 21st of 2021. And I was able to finagle my way into the press conference online. And I was able to download every bit of material that they were going to use for the press conference. And I watched it in its entirety. And they talked about all the great research and the testing and everything. And and the FDA had concluded after all of this material and just reams of it that the Pfizer vaccine with the name comorbidity or com I can never keep the name straight comor daddy it is you know it, it it doesn't make any difference because here we are two years and a few months later and you still can't get it comor natty that was going to be the Pfizer vaccine approved by the FDA and I smelled a rat I smelled a rat that afternoon. I had already recorded the radio program, so I couldn't address it that night. Had to be at the radio stations that afternoon. And I can remember talking to a listener of this program who happens to live up in Illinois. And he and I had gotten to know each other. And and I said, hey, did you, have you heard about this press conference? I smell a rat. Because I'm looking at all the paperwork and they keep referring to a letter that I can't find that's not in the package. Well, a little bit of hunting and digging around for days, I found it. I mean, it was in the archives, just not properly indexed. And it became apparent what the FDA did was tell you one big, fat, dangerous lie. 
enough of a lie where I think that everybody working at the FDA should have been fired that had anything to do with this. It was a bait and switch and a dog and pony show. Sure, they approved a vaccine that would never be manufactured. But everybody that watched the news that night on NBC or CNN or CBS and even Fox, to be quite blunt, Pfizer has a new approved COVID-19 vaccine. Get some today. Because people were worrying about the emergency use authorization. You know, we're the guinea pigs. Well, now it's approved. It must be safe and effective. What happened was they approved a vaccine that was never put out there for you to get. From their German partner, BioNTech, who is not making it. But everybody and their kid brother ran off to Walgreens, CVS, or whatever. Yeah, give me the Pfizer vaccine. It's approved. And unbeknownst to them, they were believing a big fat lie. And they knew it was a lie the day that they did that press conference. They hit. And here's what really angers me. The journalists in America, they're, 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 they're so bankrupt. They're so moronic. They're so idiotic. They're such propagandists. They can't think anymore. They're deluded. There's nobody worth watching on most of the television channels anymore. I even question some of the ones on Newsmax and America's One America Network. Sorry, but they're not doing a great job either. Where are they beating that story that we got lied to about, you know, the the vaccine and, and what was the uh something spike vax or whatever it was from from moderna yeah they got one approved too and you can't get it to this day you are still signing your life away for an emergency use authorized vaccine that you can't sue if it kills you damages you incapacitates you takes your spouse away or your kid you signed it away your government lied to you that's an important story by getting through and I told you August 22nd of 2021 you just been had and I firmly believed that you would find people being deceived now the good news is a lot of people are beginning to see through all this there are enough people beginning to see the lie through the lies And they're beginning to question many of the narratives we've been told for the past one, two, three, and in some cases on other things, five, 10, and 20 years. We need to keep asking some questions because we are being lied to. Friends, we're sitting on the doorstep of a potential third world war. Why? Why and why now? Why is suddenly the idea of a world war A great idea. It's because the globalist, the money-grubbing neocons and warmongers, like the Liz Cheney's, uh, the the Lindsey Graham's, the Nikki Haley's, and, 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 and believe it or not, you know, the old peacenik party of the Democrats, they want more blood and guts than anybody that I've ever seen. They want more war. They want to spend billions in Ukraine. They want to spend, you know, to fight their nemesis, Russia. You know, the ones that they accused of stealing the election in 2016, which was never true. 
they made Putin their their political pinata, and they wonder why Putin is not friendly to us. Well, you keep kicking him, maybe you'll learn that he doesn't like it. I'm not excusing him. I'm just saying this is the dangerous geopolitical game that could cost us all our lives and everything that these clowns are playing. And nobody cares. So the neo-libs, the neocons, all of them, this, this globalist mafia, they need a conflict. They need a war. And they want to keep Biden in office. Biden is their puppet. Biden is too stupid to think for himself. So now he's got a, an administration full of every reprobate, sicko, weirdo, sexual deviant known in Washington, D.C. fills the White House. It is a despicable freak show. It's sick. It's satanic. It's an abomination under God. It is what destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. It is what flooded the world in Noah's time. This is the White House today. The Rainbow House under Obama. We have witnessed all these events. And, and you have to wonder, what are the intentions of those that are really pulling the strings in the global elites? You've got Iran. Now, I'm going to come out and say it. I don't care if you like it or not. They worship Satan. They are not worshiping the one true God. I am sick and tired of this. Oh, the same God of, they, they worship the same God as, as Abraham and, and, the, and the Christians. No, they don't. Learn the origins. Mohammed's family served a pagan demonic God that inhabited the rock of Kabul. There were 365 demons in the rock and the head demon's name was Allah. And when the family business wasn't generating the kind of money that Benny Hinn sees, he decided to change his religion. He married a gal with money, 20 years his senior, and decided it's okay to rape, pillage, and steal in the name of Allah. And, he, and during his younger years, on the caravans, he had picked up bits and pieces of Judaism and, the, and Christianity, and he just married them into his new religion. He's a satanic, fake, phony, and fraud. The entire religion is a religion of violence and conquest, rape, pillage, domination. It's satanic to the core, people, and Iran sits there, along with parts of Saudi Arabia and other places, believing in the worst of the worst of it. Oh, they love selling you oil and getting wealthy. Eventually, they'll take that wealth and use it against us. And Iran will sit, says, we're not going to sit by. We're, we're going to get into this war. Everybody's going to get into this war. And why do they need this war? It distracts you from understanding that Biden is mentally crippled. He's a mental cripple. He's non-functional. He's mentally ill, and he's getting weaker by the moment. And they'll try to prop him up like they propped up Woodrow Wilson after he had a stroke. His wife ran the country. It was kept a secret. Sound familiar? Hey, that's what Jill Biden's doing. Jill. They want this war to, to keep you from seeing the emerging truth about the COVID-19 pandemic, the lies that they told you about every bit of it, the hidden agenda, the, the ex excessive deaths, those that have made billions of dollars in taxpayer-funded profits. They need cover 
because of their financial manipulation, printing money out of thin air, reducing the value of the money you have in your pocket. This is an important story that affects you today. And the fact that our schools are pushing pornography, transgenderism, and homosexuality on little children. That's what they're trying to hide. Yeah, you may be fortunate in a handful of school districts. You still don't have to face much of this, but it's coming to a town near you each and every day. We're back in 2003. 20 years later, just when you thought the Great Awakening was washing over humanity, just when you thought people were beginning to learn the truth, the deep state, the deep state has put the word out to their propaganda masters at CNN and Fox News and everywhere else, the newspapers, even half of the fake and phony conservative sites, to brainwash you into the new thing. They can't maintain Ukraine. They can't maintain a lot of stuff. So it's time for a new narrative to scare the stuffing out of you. And they have no compunction about using it. And here we are. Here we are. COVID was a war, but it's a war that, well, you can't keep it alive much longer. And so new headlines are going to be out there to capture your attention. This is like what they do with three-card money. You're looking in the wrong place. They're deceiving you again and again. Why do you think I do this radio program? Why do you think I want to use shortwave versus just being on the internet? Sure, we get a lot of downloads of this podcast from all kinds of places, but that that button could be turned off at the, at the push of a button. It could be gone. It could disappear from Spotify or iTunes or Google or a lot of other places. That's why we try to keep maintaining it in a few private places and through the website. Shortwave has been invaluable. I think it's kind of like hiding in plain sight. Much of the young people in government don't get it. They don't listen to it, don't even know what it is, and could care less. And that's fine with me. And so we'll maintain our voice here as long as you will help me maintain it. That's why I believe in what I'm doing with our local church here in Southwest Virginia. Now, let me explain something. I don't talk politics in the church. you probably heard a number of the messages that I've given. I stay away from politics. I don't need to go there in a church service. I need to give you the fundamentals of God's word and what God has to say about this issue or that issue and how to be right with Jesus Christ. That's the most important thing I do in the church. And I put the church out there online for people that have no church in their community that they can even trust anymore. And I know there's some places where I can't find a trustworthy church. Or maybe you live out in in the countryside where there is none. Maybe, Maybe you need a place to retreat. I believe in Christian education, whether it's a brick and mortar school or online or correspondence. And I, there's some wonderful technology out there. Got a young young guy that I'm I'm praying to bring to Virginia to work with me at the church and and help in Christian education for those that are trying to homeschool and really care about 
the future of their children's education to get them out of these six satanically operated indoctrination camps. It's time that parents protect their children and realize, sure, like I said, I've been in a few school districts that are still somewhat safe, but I've been in many that are totally unsafe. Their social promotions saw a story. Guy goes to a school board meeting to show what's in the books in the school library and a cop has to take them down because this is pornography. You can't show it to the school board, but the school board wants it shown to your 10-year-old and 12-year-old. These schools are becoming sicker as Satan's tentacles have gotten into one school board at a time, one administrator at a time. This is our fight. This is why we need to gather in community, not compounds, but community. A community of believers in Jesus Christ tied together by the commonality of our worship, our understanding, our belief, even our worship if it's done online. And that's why I come to you asking for your prayers and your financial support. This is not an easy thing to do. And many of you have been very faithful. Do you want to see the program grow? Today's the day to help. We're getting ready to enter November and another set of bills. And it's really been tight this month, especially with the addition of WTWW. We may rethink it all. It really depends on you. Would you consider supporting us today, maybe for the first time? And don't think, well, Bob, I can only give you a small amount. Let me tell you something. If 50 people, 100 people were to give a small amount, it becomes a lot. It all adds up in God's economy. So never think that you don't have an impact. Pray about it. You can use the website, truth2ponder.com. We use Give, Send, Go, a Christian fundraising organization. They have been wonderful to deal with. I've had no trouble in the three years we've been with them. I don't use PayPal. I don't use Cash App or any of that. I don't use any of that. Just, just the one. And I would never use GoFundMe because they will pull the plug. Or if you prefer, make a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. The mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia, and the zip code 24319. 24319. Once again, the website, truththenumber2ponder.com. Look for the support tab or a check or money order payable to Ancient Word Radio. Post Office Box 510, Chilhowee, Virginia, zip code 24319. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder. Shining the light of truth in a darkening world.